Hey everybody, welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, episode number 23 with Andy McDonald. Um, Andy is our music correspondent and also the uh, blogger for SubtractTheSilence.com. That is his music blog, so check that out. Also, this episode is brought to you, as all of them are, by Wolf Tracks T-Shirts and Designs. So uh, check out Wolf Tracks T-Shirts and Designs on Facebook and uh, hit them up for graphic arts, any sort of like hand-drawn artwork, any sort of T-Shirts, banners, posters, anything like that. Koozies. Uh, you know, your underground fight club probably needs koozies, so get koozies for it. Um, so get a hold of them on Facebook, mention the podcast, they'll give you a free basic setup and design, and then you can go from there. So again, this is, uh, I feel like when I do these intros, that I don't have any breath. I don't know what the deal is, because it's just me here. I don't know, I'm fucking, I psych myself out. But uh, anyway, episode 23, we do talk to Andy about Pygmalion Music Festival, and just what he's been listening to, a lot about the new Ryan Adams album, so it's a fun time, um, and uh, so enjoy that. So again, episode 23 with Andy McDonald. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, episode 23. I want to apologize in advance for Ian, because he's already goofy giggling. Uh, How are you doing? I'm Josh. I'm Ian. We're here. Yes. On the podcast. Yeah, we're sitting here. We're sitting here <laughs> doing the podcast. Welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast, episode number 23. 23. How's it going, everybody? <clears throat> Are you having a good day? Are you driving to work? Are you commuting to work on some sort of public transportation? Like a it, bus or train? Yeah. Uh, or like a bus or a train. <laughs> or a taxi cab, possibly. Or yeah. an Uber. Right or a, like a if you're rickshaw? in an Uber hope, or a taxi cab, hopefully you're not listening to something. Hopefully you're paying attention to the taxi cab driver. <laughs> Just let them take you <laughs> wherever they want to go. Um, that tends to be good. How are you listening to us? You're not going to tell us because no. you won't interact with us on our Facebook page, even though we see the numbers of people subscribing and listening. We know you're there, guys. You're not hiding very well. We are a freshly baked podcast, not freshly freshly baked crackers. On Facebook, we are the Freshly yes. Baked Podcast because we can't be Freshly Baked Crackers. We thought that was because <laughs> it's like a generic like description for a food item. It's right. actually because crackers is a racist term, <laughs> according to Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> but on behalf of all white people, we do not feel uh, discriminated against or made smaller <laughs> by the use of the word crackers. No. And we also don't mean it in any racially charged way. No. We are just a couple <laughs> silly fucking white boys. Right. Uh, but today you have tuned into a music episode. Yes. We're going to talk a lot about music because with us today 
is freshly baked crackers music correspondent and uh i don't know what you would call someone who runs a blog a blogger a blogger yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i think there's a word for that already. i wish that people could see the fucking look you gave me because that's terrible if, if you can call it a blog i'm not sure yeah. it's there yet. it is good yes so far is. what you have done uh but uh the head CEO. That's what I'm going to call him. Fuck he's you. He's a CEO. <laughs> no, because now he's like, fuck, I got to go make this thing legal. I just got called a CEO on something. I got to do some paperwork. Yeah, so you got some LLC. business cards to get made. And no, uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out how to stop the spam commenting right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're know. getting comments. Ask, uh, no, we have, we've had a few comments. every major blog in the world because they all <laughs> can't figure that out either. It's just like, oh, man, yeah, I think Prometheus 2 is going to be pretty cool. Oh, I don't. I think Prometheus 3 is going to suck. My brother James got new Jordans <laughs> off of it. <laughs> wow, God damn it. Uh, but anyway, from uh, the music blog, Subtract the Silence, Mr. Andy McDonald is here tonight. Andy McDonald, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> thanks for having me here on the uh, Michael Jordan of the episode. Yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. Welcome. You can be the Michael Jordan of our episodes for yeah. sure. You can be any sports reference that you choose because <laughs> we probably won't use them. I'll use a Michael Jordan one here or there. I'm not going to act like I don't fucking love Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, who can't get down with it? He was in fucking Space Jam. Dude, I grew up in Illinois in the 90s. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, Are you he, fucking kidding he me? He went to my high school. Oh, that's true. He yeah. did. Our gym is the Michael Jordan gym. It's yeah. got the fucking wow. Air Jordan symbol on the floor and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. Sweet. Yeah. So suck a dick, Ian. That's why Ian and I get along. <laughs> Even though we're nerds, we still have a little Jordan love in yeah. us. <laughs> it transcends certain Good things, stuff. I think. Um, so Andy went with us to LuFest, um, yeah. but we already really talked about LuFest. I mean, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you saw that was good that people should check out? Um, I don't know. Uh, do you guys talk about American wrestlers, which, I mean, we can talk about a little bit because they were also... Ian did yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they were sweet, uh, an early band um, from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I didn't uh, hate Billy Idol quite as much as you guys did. <laughs> yeah, but you I, saw the second half where right, all the greatest yeah. hits were. Right, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I got there probably a little late, so I probably missed a lot of the uh, the, the filler, I guess. Uh, but, um, I mean, it was, it was uh, I mean, I, get, I think you guys uh, assessed it pretty well. I mean, it, it was, right it was it's a solid little festival for St. Louis. Um, there are some legit criticisms, criticisms of it, but I think uh, – uh, those who looked at the lineup and just thought blah, um, I think there was a lot to discover on that lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was as we were looking at them, uh, the po- the poster kind of things hanging out in my garage. I do think it's the least compelling lineup out of the three years that I've been. Yeah, but I still had a great time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was still a fucking killer thing, but I can understand why people would be like, "Bro, come on!" Last few years we've had at least one Coachella headliner. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I two think- last year, Arctic Monkeys and Outcast. That's two of the three nights of fucking Coachella. Because like, there's a lot of people. I know that you're an undercard man, but there's a lot of people who are like me who judge this shit off of the major, the the headliners. And uh, I would, I, I just still was not impressed with Hozier as a headliner, and even the Avid Brothers. As much as I love them, I don't know how headliner. Sorry, I'm burping. Uh, how headliner <laughs> worthy they really are of a. Uh, Whenever outcast, I thought they fit this festival. I they were was, they they yeah. did put on a great show, and I was really surprised on how much the crowd was. I mean, it's like the sixth or seventh time I've seen them. I love them, but like, it's just 
been a long haul where I've been like, you guys. Have you right. ever heard of the Avid Brothers? I mean, they, like, they were able to do... Okay, uh, all these people really do dig the Avid Brothers. They were That's able cool. to do a three-night stay at, at the um, Peabody, or the... Uh, yeah, yeah, Peabody, yeah. Peabody yeah. And, uh, and and stuff like that. So Yeah, so. but a three-night stand at Peabody, which is a lot smaller of a venue and is going to be three nights of devoted fans, is way different than a festival crowd. Right, yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew some people who bought tickets all three nights, and that's, sure. you know, so... Oh, I do too. I know a lot of them, but like, it's still like to to get up in front of a crowd who also was really down for ludicrous and stuff like right. that. And I thought they killed it. Like, I really, I really Mail. thought they were to put on a great show. But anyway, we've done Lou Fest. Um, let's jump off that. We're, we're we need to talk about your most recent outing. Uh, yeah, uh, this uh, was the uh, Pygmalion Festival in uh, Champaign Urbana. Um, it's it's a very different festival, I'd say. It's uh, well, for one, the music is just part of the festival. There, they've got it's a four part festival. They've got a, a lit fest, literature. Um, they've got a what uh, goes on at a literature? Not not as a joke, like literally, right. what goes on at a literature? Um, festival? It's I mean, there's uh, there are uh, like book readings, uh, uh, you know, and and stuff like that. I mean, I, honestly, I I don't go to that as much right. because there's so much music. Um, I I need to do that at some point because um, uh, they actually did have a, have a pretty cool music critic there that i wish i would have gone see but it was like in the middle of, of one of the days of the festival right, so sure. it's like but um you know uh that you know so you know book readings uh different uh uh writers just i mean th- i think they just have you know uh, poem readings all kinds of stuff like that mm, okay um, then there's cool. also a, 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 a tech portion of the festival no shit yeah so it's like huh. uh they actually did uh well, i don't know what they call that where the uh, hacking uh, session, oh, that's you cool. know, where it's like okay. you got to go in and they bring these programmers in and you, they give you so much time. You got to come up with um, these apps, um, right? Why don't you get it? Why don't you get in that thing a little more? Sorry, there you go. <laughs> Trying, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, they uh, and, and stuff like that. Um, Wolfram Research was yeah. there. Uh, um, uh, what do you say? Wolfram was there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he he was the keynote speaker. Okay. And, uh, and 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 you know things like that. So there's also a made fest. That's the fourth one, which is basically crafts and like you no know, ho- you know homemade things. Okay, so it's Etsy. Yeah, ish, I guess. Um, you know, I got. I'm used to that. We just call that Shakedown Street at Hippie Concert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, a, I got like a cool people selling shit. I got a cool screen screen T-shirt that they screened sure. up there for me. And, oh, that's cool. Okay. And things like they that. did that at the last Radiohead tour for the posters for the night. Oh, that's cool. When you went and got a poster, they were fucking screening them off and fucking. That's pretty badass. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it took ten minutes and it's got so. Yeah, so well, actually, the one they give you wasn't, but the guy was doing them back. You there. could see him making them. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yep. They'd have to dry and stuff. They, for some reason, it was also the sound of woodworking, <laughs> like someone playing a woodblock while he did. It. <laughs> he was like, "That's what it sounds like when you stack wet posters." Yep. But. But again, uh, the the portion I did of the festival was the music festival. Uh, right. It went over five, kind of five days, but I went to the the four, so Thursday through Sunday, um, and and uh, you know it's it's a very different. Is there type. music on Wednesday also? There's a, there's a couple artists. They kind of um, I, I it wasn't anybody I knew. Maybe two or three sets. Right. It, the the festival technically started on Wednesday, and I think that's during the week was more of the the tech stuff and, keep talking and to Ian. i have never uh, had to do this on the podcast i have got to go get a kleenex and blow my nose oh i'm about to sneeze yeah. watch this watch this oh, oh snap yes <laughs> andy has saved the day ladies and gentlemen I, uh, with a i've got a little bit of, of a cold so i yeah I, I came prepared right um but uh yeah so uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's legit what it sounds like when i blow my nose <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> 
That's great. What's funny is like, I started that as a kid as a joke. I figured out I could like make a horn noise whenever I blew my nose if I did it a certain way. And now I can't blow my nose without doing it that way. <laughs> You've forgotten like, a normal way. No, to do I it. think I broke my nose. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's a mental thing. <laughs> oh shit! I've tried other ways, and like that's the only that's way that the only shit way really works. Oh yeah. wow! So one more for the people at home. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Yep. I thought I was going to do it was... closer to the microphone, but I put my mouth at this thing all the time. So. <laughs> I thought last week Thank was you. the bodily fluid episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. I know that people were like, oh, finally, the fucking not goofy one. Right. They're like, no, this motherfucker is blowing his nose on the... <laughs> I'm allergic to this room tonight. I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, so I've I've never been to Pygmalion, but I've like... I always... Since I think it's Jay Goldberg that puts the whole thing on the people that run the Canopy Club and stuff. Um, he, well, I mean, the Canopy <clears throat> they're at least involved. The people that do like summer camp, uh, okay. music festival. I know they're involved with it. So I've like, I've always seen the announcements every year and stuff like that. And it's really grown in like what acts play at that. Yeah, because like um, it used to be like, and not to badmouth a local band, but like Elsinore used to be like a headliner of that, and now like. I know Neutral Milk Hotel has played there. Like this year, I know Run the Jewels, you'll talk about that, played there. Like, sure. They've really grown this into a really cool little festival for Champagne. Yeah, and I think what they've done is they've taken kind of like the pitchfork route where, right. where they're they're looking for the critically acclaimed acts, the the, the up-and-coming acts that, that... I wish that Lou Fest would go more for that. Well, exactly, and that's what I was going to yeah. say. That's kind of the difference, um, the biggest difference for me being, you know, kind of a music head that... You know, is always out there. You know, reading the different blogs and reading the different things and trying to trying to to uh, uh, find these new bands. This that's the bands of these. We talked quite a bit about how uh, we were both surprised that uh, Run the Jewels was not at Lufest. At Lufest, yeah. And uh, but um, I don't know that they would have fit with Lufest. I mean, Lufest was ninety seven percent male and white, I believe. Yeah, yeah. True. Um, true. This year, I mean, it, and and uh, you know. Um, they they kind of did their Lou Fest set at at uh or their yeah. St. Louis set in Champagne this yeah. weekend. They brought Tef Poe, um, right? They brought sure. him out on stage. They let him talk a little bit. Um, you know, they basically acknowledged everything he's done in, right. in uh, St. Louis. Uh, you know, and uh, um, you know, yeah, I think he's written articles for the U of I paper too. Uh, that, yeah, that he's makes written sense. stuff for the Riverfront Times here in town. Definitely, yeah. So um, you know, that was definitely a cool aspect of it. Of their performance, um, but just the was the he fest- the only person from that he, that they brought out with? Like, did they bring Rockwell Knuckles? Uh, Rockwell wasn't there, but there were three or four other guys. Um, I, with, don't with Tef, but- I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about who else is with him. <laughs> so, um, but Tef was the one that, that you know took the mic and uh, you know. Rockwell Knuckles. If you ever hear this, we'd love to have you on this podcast. Yeah. You are a goddamn magical son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, Tef, uh, keep going. Anyway. Tef's, Tef's new album's pretty pretty good too, though. Um, that's, that's oh, worth, Tef Poe's great. Worth, yeah, it's worth giving a listen to. Did you ever listen to the album they did together? I don't think I have. It's free. It's online. It's called the David Ruffin Theory. Okay, and it's really really good. They're like best buddies, mm-hmm. so they're usually on each other's albums and stuff. Yeah, on their on each other's Instagrams too and stuff. But yeah. um, so so yeah, so uh, um, I really liked the uh, again like what you would consider the undercard of the sure. festival because that's that's kind of I think the strength. That's hilarious. Of- like that's the fucking real uh, deep underground. Like Andy's <laughs> like, I like to go to this festival that like the headliners are like mid level bands <laughs> that are up and coming. But I really go there for like the bands that play at two in the afternoon that no one has ever like no one has heard of outside of their hometown and the people who are putting on this festival. Well, well, when they put those bands on here, the the cool bands.
bands are like at one in the morning. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So yeah. So uh, um, there was this. Uh, How late does it run? Is that the latest show? Something like one, uh, two in yeah, the morning. Yeah, one, one forty-five. I think was the starting time of, of at least a couple of them. Okay. Um, it, you know, I mean, how does that work in Champagne? Do they not sell alcohol at those late shows? Oh, they do. Yeah, the, I mean, the bars are open until at least they three in most places. Oh, okay. Uh, in most parts of the city. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So um, of course, what's what's interesting was the kind of the most uh, you know the loudest uh, 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 most. Uh, you know, sweatiest show I went to was at this almost like church, a uh, mm. little, little kind of, it looked like a little one room church. It's called the Channing, Channing Murray Foundation is what it is, what the building is used for now there on the U of I campus. But uh, I went and saw a double bill of uh, a White Reaper and Beach Sling. Um, these two, uh, you know, kind of garage, rocky bands. That's uh, crazy. And, you know, they, you know. I need they, to go with that with you next year. Um, yeah, so, um but those are two cool bands. Uh, White Reapers got just just released their first album. Uh, Beach Slang doesn't even have an album out yet. Yeah. Uh, they got a couple EPs, but their album's coming out uh, sometime late 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 <coughs> October, I believe. So and yeah, they kind of blew my eardrums out on Friday night, one one thirty in the morning. Right. But uh, at this right. church, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't even sell alcohol. But, uh, <laughs> but that's the you know kind of places you go at Fig Million, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's neat. Um, you know, another band uh, that's kind of on that in that same group that I saw Thursday night, and 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 that's another cool thing about this festival is it's it's it moves around Champagne Urbana a little bit. Right. Uh, uh, Thursday yeah, you night. don't just stay in one place. It's all sorts of venues or right. They they, stuff. they try to keep each day in kind of an area so that people can move around sure. that day. So like Thursday mm. was in was in downtown. Does stuff Urbana. overlap? Um, it, there's there's some stuff that overlaps, okay. but not but but it's minimal for a festival with this many acts. Yeah, I, mean, I, mm. I saw thirty eight sets jesus oh, christ so you know um it was pretty easy moving in between what time does it start every day um on thursday and friday it starts more in the afternoon like okay. around four or five but then it starts at about um well you can go like um on saturday and sunday especially some of like the record stores will have yeah. some small sets um early in the day you know at noon one mm. um and then like the outdoor kind of there's, there's a band that just got together <laughs> That morning, playing at nine a.m. Probably there, the, there was there was they just called up there like, "Hey, we just met each other this morning. We got we got like four <laughs> songs that we can cover and one we wrote. Can we play a set?" And they're like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> there, there was definitely a band that played uh, the record store called Exile on Main Street. It was a great oh, name awesome. for a record store. Yeah, but they they were all about sixteen years old. Definitely. Yeah, so. there's a there's a great uh, record store in Charleston, Illinois, on Fourth Street called Positively Fourth Street Records. Oh, that's awesome. Which is a great yeah. Dylan record. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so, uh, um, I saw a lot of, um, cool kind of, I mean, I wouldn't call them underground cause most of these bands are, you know, the re- the way I find them is they get critically acclaimed somewhere, you know, pitchfork, uh, uh, the blogs like that, um, uh, dig them and, you know, uh, and, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about pitchfork's criticism sometimes, yeah. but they've got some incredible <laughs> taste in music over there. Sometimes, and, some, some, sometimes they have like. Uh, a definite like pitchfork. We were into emeralds back when they played in basements. Yes. Right, they, right. They definitely have like a a definite uh, greater than thou. Or or it won't even sound like they liked the album, but then they'll give it a great rating. Yeah. You know, as the review. It's uh, they, I don't know. They 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 take. I mean, which I love I, the I, comments that people put on Pitchfork and Consequence of Sound posts, where it's just like. 
how much are you guys going to keep fucking talking about Kanye West? This guy's a fucking idiot. Or, we get it. You guys like Arcade Fire. You have to report every fucking thing that they do. Or Radiohead. There's like a few different fucking acts that like if they report anything, it's just like, Jesus Christ, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead took a poop today. And was like, I think I have this idea for a new Radiohead song. And they're just, they... He, those that those places there's a few artists that they will report every <laughs> fucking right. thing that comes out by them but the thing is you can Kanye skip over West that. wore a shirt today that looks <laughs> like every once in a while it's just like come on you guys have really good articles what do you what are some of these well what the thing some? is the thing is they guys they still got to bring in people and i think that's where that comes yeah, from they yeah, still got they still got to get the clicks they got they've got that's how they make their money still i guarantee you that if you look at the numbers of people who go to the website and look at articles and people who read the articles through Facebook portals, the people from Facebook count for a lot more of the fucking dumbass articles than the people. Yeah. Cause like I go to consequences Sound and pitchforks websites and read all the headlines and stuff, you know, like I'm sure there's a lot of people that just see, Oh, Kanye West looked at a lemon this week. Like, oh fuck, he looked at a lemon. Who gives a shit? And I'm a huge fan of Kanye West, and still I'm just like, well, yeah, Pitchfork. Been... I don't even. I don't. I am an enormous fan of this guy. I don't need to know this much shit. Okay, Kanye West designs a chair. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Someone well, yeah. played a concert last night. You could be covering. They've been playing. They've been talking about this album of his forever, and he he even says it's it's not even close to done yet. You know, it might not come out. But they every little news item. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't need to know that much about it until it comes out. <laughs> at least, it, I'll at least read those mm-hmm. articles. Whenever there's literally articles that have nothing to do with music that they'll fucking post on there, just like Win Butler from Arcade Fire plays in an NBA All Star game. Like, <laughs> Actually, um, that's kind of interesting. I'm not gonna. All lie. right, I guess you know. I guess it is kind of like when Flea used to play on Rock and Jock. <laughs> Back in the day, Flea flings for ten. If you guys don't remember when Flea hit the ten point shot on Rock and Jock basketball back in the day, fuck yourself. Or you might just be too young to remember that. Right. But that was an amazing moment in basketball history. That was pretty sweet. I do miss the the Rock and Jock basketball game. The softball game's not anywhere near, or or whatever they do at the they, the softball game. They, I mean, the way I look at the Rock and Jock softball games was anything that Kenny Lofton is that good at is probably not that hard of a sport. It's probably not that hard of a test on like. But man, those basketball games with Sean Kemp and shit back in the days, those were crazy. It was just like let's see how crazy we can let Sean Kemp dunk for an hour. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so day one Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Um, Who did you see? That was. See. Give me the bads and goods. Is there anybody that pissed you off that you um, didn't like? Not really. I mean, there's always live bands that that uh, uh, I don't think uh, get a lot out of. You're such. He's such a fan of the live music experience. Just like, listen, they got up and well, played it, fucking well, instruments. The, no one the, does a bad job. Like, here's okay, the thing. Fair enough. I, I'm I'm a fan. I don't think I'm a critic. So sure. you know what I mean. I like so, that. Um, I you know. Um, I, I don't play an instrument. I don't do anything like that. So sure. they're, they're doing a hell of a lot better than I could do up there. But I mean, no matter you, what. you don't have to be uh, to do something really well to be a critic of it. Yeah. Know enough I agree. about I agree. it to you don't have to paint to know a good painting. Right. But um, so let's see. I'm, I say that as a person who can't paint and doesn't know a fucking good painting. <laughs> so what the fuck am I talking about? But, but day yeah. one, who did you who did you see day one? Uh, day one. Uh, you want me to go like through all all the acts, or just just or, like who who is worth mentioning that people want to check out? Well, the very first act was kind of a a a, a very cool act, uh, uh, and I uh, actually wrote about him on the blog a little bit. Um, he's this guy that's actually uh, his name's Paul Doffing. He actually um, uh, is biking his tour, 
Okay. So he's he's biking around the country. They've got he's already it's, don't like him. Not, and when I say that, it's it, not not like a uh, like a, not like one of Amber's bikes. This is a bicycle. Sure. Ah. Um, but um, so and uh, you know he's and it's one of those that you kind of lean back in, and he's got this trailer behind it. And I actually, as I was coming into town, what's that his day, name again? Paul Doffing, D O F F I N G, I believe. Um, I'm not even sure he's on like iTunes, but he, he does have like a band camp or something. But um, he is on iTunes. He has two albums on iTunes. Okay, and um, one from this year. Yeah, that's the new one that I, I listened to, and he played most of his stuff off of that day. Um, and he's you know, he's a, he's a folky guy, uh, you know, indie folk, uh, you know, guitar. Um. I'm gonna play his top listed song just okay. as a clip, sure. just so we can hear what this guy sounds like. So this is a song called "Brother Wait." And it's like brother, comma, wait, by Paul Doffing. So. Okay, this is kind of my type of shit, actually. But he's, he's definitely a big environmental guy, um, uh, so which is why he's biking his tour. Right, you sure. Know, and that's kind of to raise a little bit of awareness and that kind of thing. Does he have but, a goddamn, uh, uh, like a twirly mustache? No, he's got like a, he's, he's got like a, uh, a three-day beard. A hipster. Yeah. He's like a, he's like trying to be the king of the hipsters. He's like, I will ride my bike to the top no, of the No, he was really nice. Now. I actually talked to him for a little bit and he was, he was generally a cool guy. And, uh. Um, what did you like off the new album? The one that's uh, listened to most is Bankers. Um, play money. the uh, let's see, a New Day Dawning, I believe it's it's the one that he actually has like like birds and stuff in the background. It's mm. kind of cool. I think it's that. One. I like to play something totally different. Something like when it, as it comes up, it's like <laughs> you're like, wait a second, this is not him. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be checking this guy out if he's yeah. on Spotify for sure. Okay, so that's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah like so you enjoyed this guy. Yeah, and, that, cool, and that's the yeah. guy that kicked off the festival, you know, and he just played in a little coffee shop in downtown Urbana. Oh, there, that's there cool probably as shit. Twenty five people there. But again, uh, Paul Doffing, D O F F I N G. Check him out. Yep. Um and then uh I went over to this little uh uh it will not a little bit is, is uh, this kind of nice restaurant that they had a couple of people playing outdoors. Um, one was this local artist, uh, her name's Kenna May, her album's not even out yet. Um, right. but it's, she's kind of like a, uh, really emotional, uh, country twinge singer. Uh, if anybody knows who Lydia Lovelace is, uh, it's kind of in that style. I know who Lisa Lovelace is or Linda Lovelace. Yeah. And that's, I think this, this yeah person kind of, that's probably, I don't even know if that's her real name. I'm guessing she wants to, wanted to, to get that vibe. Um, but, um, but, um, that she wanted that, to get a porny vibe <laughs> right on. Oh, okay. That's not who I was thinking of. Was Linda thinking Lovelace of, was an adult actress. Okay. That's not who I was thinking of. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think she was kind of giving off a fucking porny vibe, <laughs> especially later on in her career when she's all drugged up and did those videos where she let dogs fuck her. <laughs> but <laughs> Linda Lovelace was a fucked up person. And then I think she came out of it and all sued all these people or there was a dude that I don't know. <laughs> I think I was thinking of Patty Loveless music. 
older country singer. But right, right. Music episode. But, but anyway, I can't talk about anyway. the Loveless on here. <laughs> but she she was really cool. Um, her album. She fucks a dog. <laughs> Oh. And then uh, the other guy that played at this place. Right? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I just read about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> anyway, there's a documentary and a movie with Amanda Seyfried and okay, yeah. Skarsgård. Anyway. Yeah, which actually I've heard is pretty good. I don't like my saying. ideas to be discounted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh. So uh, more standouts from day one. Sorry, Andy. So, Sorry. So her uh, her name's in Kinemay. Her uh, album I think, comes out next, like the tenth or something like that. And I'll probably throw that stuff up on my blog when I get when it comes out. Um, and then uh, the other guy that played at that place, he goes by Owen. Um, he's also uh, um, just the, Owen. That, that, yeah, that's that's what he goes by. That's not his name. Uh, I. I should have. It's not even his name. But uh, um, he's he also like, he's also. Like, you know the, what? Uh, I want people to really have a hard time finding me on the internet. Well, he's. Uh, <laughs> well, if you look up Owen, you'll Owen. find him. Right, right. You look up Owen, you'll find him. Owen but, uh, Wilson. First thing I got to hear. There's probably a lot of also, Philip Thompsons uh, out there. He had to go. With he's also the else. main guy from the band American Football. I'm not sure if you've heard them. They they kind of put out an album like back in the. Uh, Late nineties, early two thousands. Owen Campbell, that, Owen Wilson, um, Jake Owen. But you know he's cool. Um, okay, and, he has actually a yeah. an, a one out, two albums, three albums. There's a lot of his music. He's got. Here, I think actually. last year he put out like a covers album and stuff like that. But if this is the same guy that we're talking about, he has uh, starting here all these albums. Yeah, that's. I think he's pretty. He 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 cranks out a lot of stuff. Does this um, does this sound like your boy Owen? Yeah, that's him. Good looking or smart. So, is there a lot of folky bands at this? At um, that's that's kind of what Thursday was more like. Okay. Um, I think each day kind of had a. It, it almost felt Damn, like a theme. I was off Thursday. I thought about giving you a call and go. It was almost a little bit of a theme for especially the first two days and the type of acts that were kind of. And then on Saturday and Sunday, the, the festival is more like a normal festival where it's it's okay. outdoors. But on those two days, it did feel like there was a little bit of a theme. Okay. Although, although the bands, so after that, it moved. That was like a, you know, it was almost like a, it was like a kind of um, almost romantically lit, like outdoor restaurant okay. area. It was where he played. But then we moved over to the, uh, to the. Uh, like, I'm sorry for making fun of you. I never really liked the sound <laughs> of that fucking song we were playing just a second ago. And you are obviously accomplished at some point because you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you have like nine albums yeah, on he, iTunes. Nine uh, and, oh. Yeah, he's, he's good. Shit. Um, okay. Um, Big up yourself. Respect. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, he was also, uh, as I said, uh, the band American Football, which is which kind of has a cult following that only released one album in 99 or 2000, something like that. Um, but they got back together and they actually were one of the headliners of, of Pygmalion last year. Huh. Um, and they've they've played a few more times, I think, over the last year or so. But yeah, definitely his solo stuff's what he's more focused on these days. And um, then uh, after that, it moved out to the uh, kind of the uh, uh, downtown bars of Urbana. Right. These kind of, um, and I moved to a place called the Iron Post, where uh, the headliner was this band named Bully. Okay, and I've heard a lot about Bully. Bully's is cool, um, and it's I like this trend. Um, you know. I, 
um, they talk about, you know, kind of every 30 years, the music comes back around or whatever. Right, right. And uh, there's probably the last four or five years has been this uh, 90s indie rock revival uh-huh. going on. And a lot of them are with these uh, female-fronted bands. Mm. Um, there's uh, um, Bully's one of those. There's another one called Speedy Ortiz. Um, I've heard a lot about Speedy Ortiz. Which are, they're, they're two really cool bands. I'm going to jam a little bit of, of Bully here. Do a trying if you can. That's the that's, that's their top song on the old iTunes. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Oh, this is so Nirvana with a chick. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. I can get into that. Yeah, I fucking I love that. that. This, yeah, this is another one of their big ones here. Don't you want to be a part of something bigger, Territorial kissing type of song. <laughs> yeah, this rips. Yeah. This, is, this is ripping shit. I really like right the guitar shit, yeah. There they are. This is their song Reason. And I actually uh, looked them up. I'm pretty sure they're in St. Louis within like the next two weeks. Okay. Like, playing uh, maybe the old Rock House or something. So I would definitely go to like that. that. Yeah, that would be That's cool. pretty yeah. badass. It's uh, maybe the uh, seventh because I think it's a night that I actually can't go because I think it's the same night as Father John Misty. Oh. Oh. Um, but you know, I just saw them last week. But that was that was my first. Uh, that was the first mosh pit of the weekend. <laughs> okay. The Bully Show. That nice. was that's ripping. I yeah. really fucking dig that. Yeah, I did too. As much as I love the sad bastard acoustic guitar <laughs> music, which is my fucking like major <laughs> shit, I really dig that. I dig the hell out of those chicks. Yeah. Or is it just one girl? Uh, one girl. Yeah. The, okay. The other guy. It doesn't matter. Dudes, I don't know why I say that, but she's definitely she, the. Uh, I like the that. Uh, she band. almost has like a. Uh, fuck, like just like an old New York. Yeah. Kind of like I'm trying to think of what band I'm thinking of right now, but uh, just like an '80s. Rocking uh, chick, glam punk kind yeah, of thing. Glam punk yeah, glam punk. The uh, Courtney Love, a yeah, little bit. I, I wouldn't. Like, I, wouldn't but. I wouldn't do that to her because I don't really. I really dislike Courtney Love. More like uh, garbage, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not quite that no, dark either. No, not that poppy. Either. No, it's straight up like yeah, it's, uh, a glam like, punk yeah. chick was fronted Nirvana. Nirvana, so yeah, it it, yeah, definitely. I really dig that. Yeah, I really dig that one. That's really awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, who so, else? Anybody else stood out on Monday? Um, well, on Thursday. Monday. Um, uh, that's probably the standout. Okay. Um, there were some. There are definitely some other cool bands, but uh, um, moving. So then Friday is when Friday is when uh, things moved to the U of I campus. Okay. So um, and a lot of the uh, acts uh, to start the night were in the the so, Cranham well, Center. Not not to fucking. Uh, derail the conversation but how does this like do you have to pay for each show or is there a risk you can do situation? it you can do it both ways um you can buy a uh a, a um a, a not that that matters the, at all in this podcast yeah, but, but i just cool. for myself want to know yeah um you can buy a wristband for the entire festival which gets you into all the different things including the lit stuff the sure more, cool. the, the tech stuff you can buy a wristband for each individual festival so for music or whatever right and you can also uh, uh, there's um, you can also buy single tickets to most of the shows. Okay, oh, that's cool. Um, and a lot of the shows are also just free in general. Right. Like the one, I mean, the one I think there was just you could just buy or you could just uh, pay a cover and probably get into the Iron Post that night. Right. Um, 
So yeah, so it's you can do it in a lot of different ways. Okay, um, this is a really rad idea. Yeah, yeah especially like multiple locations and stuff like that. I know like this that. is a lot how really South cool. by Southwest goes, right. but this is a it's it's not a small, much smaller kind of version thing of right. they're doing because it's not super uh, congested with media and bullshit well, over stuff. I thought it was. Know? I did think it was interesting that I did for the. For probably the number of people actually at the shows, the, there was a I thought a, a, a high media kind really you know, like hmm. a lot, lot of lot of professional cameras, but I think part of that is I rich think college because, kids doing. Well, I think it's a little shit. bit of that consequence of sound was definitely there. Oh yeah. Um, uh, um, I'm assuming probably I don't know if Pitchfork was there or not, but I there's probably there's, sure there's a lot of there. there's a lot of that stuff going on because of the the bands that they bring in yeah um especially specifically his last few years yes when they've really kicked it up anyway um we're so on for, friday so, so friday it moved. craner center which i've been to the craner center to see like percussion ensembles and right. stuff like that you can whenever get I was younger. classical stuff i mean yeah. i think also like if like a a, a touring off broadway type of thing goes, sure that's where it's they do be. a huge christmas type thing in there with a big orchestra and stuff like that it's so so a, it's, it's, it's a cool room though and yeah, well, there's yeah. So um, and there's two. There's a couple different rooms in there, and they also have a stage set up in like the the kind of main like the big lobby area. Oh where wow! Where a couple okay. bands mm-hmm. played too, which is kind of cool. But and so that was definitely an, an artsier um, uh, type of bands. There were some like uh, artsy pop bands okay. were, were kind of the uh, the uh, uh, type of bands there. Uh, it started off with this uh, cool band. Uh, it, it's it's odd. He, he, he I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I have a real hard time understanding what. When it, there's so many different kinds of slash pop, like I don't right. even know the what that means stuff. anymore. To yeah, be honest with you, like when you when you would say, "What now? What kind of pop did you say?" Like an, an art pop. It's like it's, well, okay. <laughs> what what would like smash two things together to make art pop? It's, uh, it, that's hard. Or and two I'm, or I'm more. I'm not things. real good at this, um, but it's it's. I would say it's it's uh, um, it's it's music that um, melodically is is pop, um, but. Uh, they they kind of go off in in more of a uh, it's it's not stuff that's going to be on on the radio though. right it's it's who it, else would be an art pop band that I might know of um, well I mean I think you'd know some of the bands that were there um, Tune Yards was um, I've heard of Tune Yards um, let's see uh, I think uh, I've probably heard some Tune Yards too um, uh, I mean I think some bands that played later like uh, Purity Ring would have fit in what there are, this what night. are Matt and Kim. Matt and Kim's, I'd, I'd consider them a rock okay. band. Um, okay, so this is not this is lighter than that kind of. Than yeah, it's like definitely that. lighter. Okay. It's it's uh, it's uh, uh, more atmospheric, I'd say. Okay. Usually, um, hmm. like who's somebody that we're talking about? Who who play play something from the band uh, Braids? I think that gives you the best idea of, of kind of what I'd call an art pop band. Um, and they played they played that night at the in the, the they call it the Stage Five. Out in the middle of, of kind of the uh, Craner Center area. Okay, this is the song "Lemonade" by the by Braids. Is this one of those bands where everybody has a drum? Um, no, <laughs> it's just one drummer. Uh, that was a thing at Lufest two yeah, years ago. Yeah. Every single band had to have a point where everyone put their instrument down and just played drum. Well, that, that was the thing at Bonnaroo, too. Remember, they even made fun of that yeah. the next year over the uh, announcement thing. <laughs> but, you know, and everybody had a hey-ho chorus or something. But. Okay, so to me, this sounds like... I don't know what you would categorize. I'm, I'm bad at genres. I see what you mean by atmospheric, though. It's, yeah, it's like moody totally. and... 
the but it definitely has when see this is what i think nowadays this is why i asked you about the pop thing i think that when people nowadays say pop they specifically mean it sounds like it has 80s pop in it like right. synth stuff yeah synth yes. stuff. yeah yes okay so that's kind of what i was wondering yeah. like that's when people say pop a lot of times like i hear it and i think of pop music as uh beach boys beatlesy type early like that kind of pop music and right. then i think of like britney spears in sync music that kind of pop i yeah. always skip i skip over the 80s yeah constantly <laughs> and that's my except for and, horror films and, and yeah that's the whole thing about things coming back the 80s are definitely definitely back dude sadly ian and i i don't work there anymore we both worked at a major university for the past four <sighs> or five years and I can tell you right now that every all these fucking kids look like the Breakfast Club. They all look like <laughs> yeah, they all look like the eighties so now. much. Yeah. And after uh, last week's uh, five dollar iTunes movie of sixteen candles, I just sit through some of that fucking schlock with my fucking wife. <laughs> they look like that bullshit too. But but Braids is a really cool band. Um, they've there's there's a song out there called Miniskirt that they um, was the lead single to their newest album that that I says it song of the year contender that's bold words song of the year contender I don't know what to say about this being a song of the year contender. Goodness, it's it's. I mean, it's a long song. It's it goes on about six minutes. It's got kind of a, a an opening uh, uh, quieter um, part, and then it builds up, and uh, it's it's a cool song. And it's it's also uh, uh, you know it's got some meaning behind it, and it's uh, it's a bit of a feminist song. But sure, uh, I'm just gonna go on the record and say I don't fucking like this band. <laughs> <laughs> This is not. This is. That's not. I mean, this isn't your type. I was like, go yeah. ahead and get down with it if you're into it. But for me, you're not going to see this in any of my Spotify playlists. <laughs> let's just put it that way. So, no who, so what else happened on Friday? Well, well, let's get to the later stuff. I think you'll like okay. the, the stuff that happened later in the church. <laughs> yes. Uh, or yeah. The, yeah. Um, I don't think it's a church anymore, but it looks like a church. Uh, so, pull up a little uh, White Reaper. They're this uh, garage rock band that also throws these kind of, uh, um, I guess, your '80s keyboard through it a little bit. Okay. And their, their keyboardist is... Everybody learned how to play a fucking synthesizer. Everybody... <laughs> uh, so this here's this is some White Reaper. This is Make Me Want to Die. It's kind of a Strokes thing. Later Strokes album. Sure. Thing. I really like the dynamic of this band live because uh, their, their lead singer is this, this super intense guy. He, he really is up there. He's got the stance, you know, sideways, yelling into the microphone. And then they got this key, the keyboardist who's, you know, he's got, you know, he's playing maybe 25% of the time. And otherwise, he's this metal looking dude, you know, a little overweight with this long hair. And he's head banging. If he's, he's listening, I think you look like you're in great shape. Oh, he's he's. But he I don't was, want to have a fight with anybody he, from White. From no, White man, Weeper. he uh, he uh, he White was Ripper, White Reaper, <laughs> Reaper. He was man. He he made the show for me because he you know it it just brought some. Uh, it was it was. I thought it was the perfect balance of of a band that that is is kind of getting after it, 
but also not taking their themselves too seriously. Right, okay. right. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. And it, it, it you know, because all three of the other guys, I mean, the drummer's going nuts, the the bass player, he's jumping around and, and like in true like garage rock band form. And then this guy's over here headbanging, singing along to the lyrics. <sighs> and, you know, he doesn't have a microphone or anything. Right. But, uh, you know, and he's just he's just having this blast. You know, he's got like a metal t- t-shirt on, <sighs> you know. and uh, I like the idea of playing characters. I like the idea of cheap trick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, I just I like the dynamic of that live, and then uh, uh, after that, close out the night uh, was this band called Beach Slang, who uh, they Beach don't have an al- Slang. They don't have an album out, but I gotta I gotta read the, the title to their album is is great. It's called The Things We Do to Find People Who Feel Like Us, hmm. and they they've uh, they have a few things up. They've on, got a couple EPs. Uh, um, the lead single to the new album is called uh, uh, Bad Art and Weirdo Ideas. I yes. <laughs> They also have, uh, well, this is, they have like some EP, yeah, they have an EP, like you said, the one you called, the one is is for pre-order right now. Yeah, that's that's coming the, out at the end the of October. The things we do to find people who feel like us. Um, but they've got one called uh, Who Would Ever Want Anything So Broken. Yeah, it's, it's some great titles for songs. Thrills yeah. on a Dead End Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do have great titles. So it's great titles, and it's kind of this band. It's it's again going for some of that '80s, not the synth '80s, but like the um, maybe uh, like the replacements '80s a little bit. Oh yeah, immediately I hear the replacements. I can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is pretty rad. Yeah, I like this a lot. Yep. But for, there's a little <laughs> bit of me that can't... I mean, I think that's rad. But there's a little bit of me that hears fucking... I don't like studying <laughs> from community. Wow. I like partying. <laughs> that guy just had a barely a little song. bit of that of his voice. Yeah. And for a second, <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, hold well, on. It was, it was interesting. He was he was pretty fun to watch live, too. He's he's he's, he's, an, he's not older, but he's like probably in his mid to upper 30s. Okay. And uh, it... I'm not sure, but um, if they have he, a they have a tiny desk concert too. You can oh, do they? That's out. probably yeah. fair. They have like two of them. Really? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think I've run across that. But um, he's he's definitely he, he seems like he's a guy that's been in a lot of bands, probably, but maybe not fronted a band. Okay. Um, so he had you know, so he was he was having some fun up on the microphone with with being not used to being in front of a microphone up there. You know sure. Saying? You know they were they were they were uh, basically warning us that they were practicing bits Meh. and stuff like that so which was cool because I mean, it's you know it's 145 in the morning there were you know maybe 50 people there at that point in this right. little little church type building <laughs> and it was cool. this is their song dirty cigarettes <laughs> They also weren't selling any alcohol there, so he said it was definitely the most sober he has ever played. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, uh, that might be my favorite thing so far that you've played for us. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Beach slang. So I'm taking your notes when you leave that you brought with you, so I can have a reference for all of this. All right. So, so beach slang is how you finished off Friday night. Yeah, that's how I finished off Friday night with my ears ringing and, and that and. Uh, that kind of but thing. very melodic though. Yeah, yeah. The White Reaper was the real reason. They they had sure. their 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 stuff turned up. Yeah. So, but and that that was the second mosh pit of the weekend was White Reaper. Okay. 
Nice. Uh, so then it moved uh, to the to the outdoor, what they call the High Dive Outdoor Annex, because it's kind of in a parking lot behind the High, the high Dive, dive yeah. in Champaign. And uh, they set up two stages, which are real close to each other, but only one band's playing at a time. Okay. You know, not as close, not near, I mean, much closer than like the stages at uh, Sure. Fest. Right. Um, you yeah, know, so, it's, it's a parking is, lot. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a big parking lot. And uh, um, so uh, I'm trying to think exactly who... Uh, was on Saturday. The two days run together a little bit, but so we'll just go in general. Yeah, I just guess. tell me who um, in general was awesome. Um, I, I really liked this band, uh, the Diane Coffee, um, which the the uh, the lead singer of of Diane Coffee is his name Sean Fleming. He's the drummer for uh, Foxygen. Okay, and uh, he's he was also I think a, a child actor. Oh, sort. by the way, oh, that, that's hilarious. That new fucking Macklemore song with the dude from Fo- or that's from Foxy no, Shazam. That's, Shazam. Yeah, that's, Shazam. Yeah, Foxy Shazam. Good or, lord. That, well, that, that that have you not heard that song? No, I haven't. We're not no. going to play that on the podcast. No, that, that, the, the song is is a mess. Um, the video is very interesting. I don't yeah. know if I hate the video because the video is this. It's it's like a, almost a mess in a good way, but um, uh, the song, yeah. All right, I'm playing Let's, it just so you can hear how fucking. Weird yeah, this it is. this thing is. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this song. That's a man. And remember, this is a this is a Macklemore song. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, it's it's like fucking three songs in one. It's gonna change on you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I wish you could hear the beginning of it because the beginning of it literally has lyrics in it like, so I went to the moped store and talked to the moped guy and I was like, listen, I don't know the first thing about mopeds. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make a fucking what? bit of sense. And like he's on the Grammys doing this shit or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Like, wow. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Man, what, was, is, what was that award show? It was the... Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the award show, so I just read about it online. Maybe it was the VMAs. That happened recently. Yeah, that, might, yeah, that, that sounds right. right. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, on that same show, they had, like, uh, Iggy Azalea out there. Yeah, too. Foxy yeah. Shazam thinks that... They're like, they, like, think that they're queen. Foxy Shazam. Yeah, they're like, they're like queen, but without the good songs. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, so anyway... So, uh, but yeah, we were talking about Diane Coffee, Diane Coffee. Diane because, Coffee. Uh, who who is the drummer from Foxygen, and he, right. he's kind of going for the same aesthetic a little bit. Where he's is he's his name actually Diane Coffee? Um, that's not his name. The name of the band. Okay, because that's mean to name a boy Diane. It's, Sorry. It, the idea you is can be whoever you want to be, but um, it's kind of setting a kid up to not have a great yeah grade school time. No, uh, I uh, I should have brought the origin of the band name. It's 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 like a mishmash between. Um, uh, uh, what's the soul singer from like the seventies? Uh, Diane, Diane Summers. Summers and, uh, and that's yeah, that's where it came from. And John Coffey. <laughs> I was gonna say John Coffey, but, there, but <laughs> yeah, it, that's the idea. It was a mishmash of like two singers, but it's he's they're going for for a little bit of that seventies aesthetic that Foxygen also is, uh-huh. but less the rock side.
I like that a lot. That's pretty cool. That's, so, that's I mean, alright. They're, they're doing good. I mean, he's, so, yeah, I love that so guy. He's, he's, he's also one of those uh, showman lead singers. You know, he's he's all over the place. He's got a little makeup on up there. He's going for the glam rock look right. on stage. Um, and that's kind of the aesthetic he's going for. Nice. So I, I, I like them. Um, let's see. Uh, he, they're also uh, they're on Run the Jewels, too. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They they do uh, they do a crown. Yep. Hmm. So, Which is hearkening to a later act we will talk about. Uh, yeah, that's, at Pygmalion. Yeah, because um, I, I just searched them out on iTunes down. and I was like, "Why is Run the Jewels two the third fucking pick on here?" <laughs> um, but we, hey, we can get to Run the Jewels if you want. Yeah, let's talk about Run the Jewels. That, that's I mean, my shit right there. Yeah, I mean they uh, they bring it, and it was the and and here's here's the great part about this. Literally the day before they released Meow the Jewels. Yeah. yeah. Did they, do any, did they do anything they did, Meow the Jewels? They did, it would be they hilarious did, um, if they would do one of the songs remixed. <sighs> but uh, after, uh, oh, what's the name of the song? Where it's, uh, um, but basically the song where LP says it's the, the stupidest chorus in the history of rap music. Okay. Um, but, it, you know, so, so you know, he's like, thanks for singing along to the stupidest chorus in the history of rap music. And then Killer Mike comes on and also, thanks for buying the stupidest album in history. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause it, it all goes to charity. Well, yeah. yeah. LP's phrase was, thank you so much for, uh, for making Mouth the Jewels happen. And also, uh-huh. fuck you for making Mouth the Jewels happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it, it, they put it up as a joke. Um, like it was, it was part of a Kickstarter, or, I think, or something like that to fund something. Um, but um, so basically, was if we get to this level, which he didn't assume they were going to get to, then I'll remix the entire album right. with cat noises. Yeah, and they got there, and he did it. He he got about halfway through, and then uh, started passing it off to other producers. Yeah. <laughs> Dan the Automator got in. Nice, but so and it's not something I'll probably ever listen to all the way through. But I've I've listened to the whole thing. Have your work? I just yeah. let it play in the background. I was like, this yeah. is fucking crazy. Prince Paul does something on it. Yeah. Um. Massive Attack does one of the fucking songs. Yeah. But uh, these guys are so fucking badass. Yeah, yeah and, and their whole story is kind of cool. It's, you know, they, you know, they're they both in their upper 30s. You yeah. know, they've been kind of uh, banging around the rap game for a long time. Uh, um, Killer Mike was on an Outkast song early in his career, but never really, really, they would never really went anywhere commercially. He was also part of uh, the Outkast offshoot Dungeon family. Yeah. And the um, Adult Swim show Frisky Dingo. Yes. Yeah. They did. <laughs> he plays <Yeah>. to Quill. <laughs> um, by the way, that, that was the song they do with Zach De La Roca from uh, Rage. Yeah. Rage. I've not. I've uh, not like. I've only had it play in my pocket while I work, so I'm just gonna check out. <laughs> this is a little bit of Meow the Jewels. Hey. Slave, you protesting to get in a fucking look book. Those are first. Got scribbles like the Anna. Yeah. Look good. Posing in a center for the book book. Black on black on black with the ski mask. That is my cook book. How you like my styling, bro? Ain't nobody smiling, bro. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bro. My fathers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. Just blaze this one. Just blaze this one. I'll take over a jail. <laughs> After a long I'm not gonna lie, I love it. Partying with fast women with it's dick. pretty clever. It is. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. so that's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm getting that when I get De La Roca home. did not come out when you saw him, though. Did no, he? so I've seen oh. him twice now, and he he hasn't been there either time. But. Well, fucking shit. <laughs> that's sad. But he is confirmed working on the third album. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. 
Which is we're supposed to get any time now. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, the way they acted, it's not going to be like right away. Okay. It's definitely, so definitely 2016. Okay. Definitely um, 2016. But well, probably now that first really half, sucks. He's probably wasted way half. too much time on me out of the jewels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a year behind now. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. But man, those guys are. I mean, they're 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 so intense that I would think. They, and they put the second one out so fast after they put the first one out. I, I figured they needed. To, to, I mean, and they tour so intensely. They've toured like They're crazy. Probably, but since it is just the two of them doing all of oh, it, I mean, yeah. they can do so much on the bus, you know? I mean, oh, they yeah, can here's make so much yeah. music. Um, yeah, it was, and anybody else who contributes as far as production and stuff goes, that can all be. So they've got. Well, so no, he does when most they hit of the, the Yeah. Um, when they hit the studio, though, they've got. They've got their fucking shit together from, yeah. from touring so much, and they just don't give a fuck. They don't <laughs> bother with, like, for everything I've read about them, like, they just don't give a fuck about. The lifestyle of no. that kind of shit. They play shows and write new material, right? right? And put stuff down. That's it. That's all they fucking want to <laughs> That's do. That's awesome. They're yeah. like fucking. They're real artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but um, yeah, I mean, and and they're they're little legitimately best friends. Yeah, that's the that That's I mean, awesome. you, which you can kind of see on stage. It's like I mean, it's like they do this every night together, and they are not even anywhere near sick of each other. Right, yeah. you know, they're constantly hugging on stage, and you know, it's like they they enjoy it, and they just come out, and you know, their their shows aren't super long; they're like an hour of hundred miles an hour. Yeah, and uh, they go they really out. are too. And it's I mean, the simplest stage setup. They got a DJ back behind them. It was I was I kind of made a joke on Twitter. I think uh, that it's going to take about five times as long to take down the purity ring set. As it's gonna take to put up to oh, run yeah. the jewels because that's who they went on after. Yeah. And uh, let's let this play a little bit. Got an average of being excellent, the media just don't like the ratio of heroin, the laxative is sold. Authorities are spoken, the man of the pure devotion, get monetized to the crime while the Falcons are murder posing. So for go guano, y'all know, kind of bad shit. The bright lights are fucking, we suck in the automatic. A teabag of piranha tank, heart barely beating a wild one. Swim like directly after we see I really like the dichotomy of the two of them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they blend together, their, their, their flows are very complimentary of each other. Yeah, that's LP. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, I mean they got Pretty together. Pretty fresh little white boy right there. <laughs> they uh, they got together when uh, uh, LP produced uh, Killer Mike's last solo album, which is called Rap Music, which is very very good. As oh, well. it's fucking and, uh, really good. Yeah. It's so, fucking amazing. Actually. And then they just they enjoyed each other's company so much that they, they came up with this group, which is awesome. If that's the real one that I am thinking of, yeah, RAP Music. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking. Oof, that's a good fucking hip hop album. Oh, yes, it is. So, um, um this Atlanta clown, home of the dealers and the strippers in the clubs, though. Catch you coming out that magic city with a snub, ho. Lurking in the club on tourists. This is from Killer Mike's last Atlanta, album. The jury, motherfucker. These monkey niggas looking for some loot in your man. And all that nigga found was the Ruger and some pain. Pow, motherfucker, pow, come up off the chain. 
And it's hilarious that he's so intense with his music like that, and it's so fucking fast paced because he's such a big, huge dude. Right. And, and then when you're you so actually... used to Biggie, like when it comes to hip hop and just that fucking that fucking liquor fucking <laughs> slow, you know, fucking kind of rapping. Not just not especially rapping, and, but the way his demeanor and fucking. Right. And then his his personality. He's like the nicest guy yeah. in the world. I mean, he's. It's, it's it's he's obviously a fucking weirdo and a goofball if he's involved with Adult Swim. Right, exactly. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. very telling to someone like me. Like, okay, yeah, definitely. You're one of the fucking <laughs> weird ones, right? And he's he's you know he's done a lot of media with the uh, you know with the the Ferguson stuff and everything. Oh, sure. Right. But uh, you know, I mean, so he's he's a guy that can you know go on CNN and and uh, and hold his own and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, the whole world is the Outcast song that he was on back in the days. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers. <clears throat> Um, um, I think that that covers a lot of Pygmalion. I mean, there was right I, could, I could talk about bands all day. So sure, yeah, <laughs> and we plan on it. Um, we're gonna take a little uh, break from Andy's uh, um, coverage right. and talk about Ian's. Oh yeah, Ian. Dis- we're gonna have the, uh, there's gonna be a song that plays right now. Oh. So. This is our segment, Ian Discovers a Hip-Hop Album, ladies and gentlemen. And it's Ian, and he's going to discover a hip-hop album. I hope that the music I put underneath it makes sense with those lyrics, (laughs) thematically and style-wise. So, what was the last album that you were supposed to listen to? Uh, The Marshall Mathers LP? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. And Andy is aware, too, um, and ready to talk about the album but andy and i i mean did you listen to this album like when it was out absolutely yeah. stuff? okay right away. so we're much more familiar you are not so right um i've kind of heard a little bit about what you thought about it so what do you think yeah is- it's like that general feeling that i'd put out there the first time uh didn't really leave but i, I want to come out and say right off the bat i fucking enjoyed it i okay. really did i think that like his flow is fucking incredibly cool his writing is really neat the yeah. the lyrics are fucking very cool the beats are great i just i love all of that shit but what i was telling you is that i feel like because i didn't get it when it was relevant at the time and especially in my own life I, right. like if me when this came out had listened to this I, it would have been my shit yeah but when i get into the mood to listen to this kind of stuff it's not what i'm going to pull out because it's not i don't have that nostalgia sure. factor which is really fucked up because there's a lot of great stuff about and it angry and it, yeah it is. I, it's like got a lot of that heaviness to it, you know, and sure. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. I mean, it, it was it was a very of its of its time album of just in general because it the the album, I mean, the context of when it was. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, this um, his first major album came out in like ninety eight, ninety nine. Ninety nine is mm-hmm. my freshman and then, year of college. And then Columbine happened yeah. in between mm-hmm. that and this new album. Yeah. And there was a big media blow up because that was you know the whole blame it on lyrics and all that stuff yep. going on because they blame it on Marilyn right. and the heroin <laughs> and so it, it was it was kind of a pop culture response to that for yeah him, very which, much which, so and that that I think that that uh, context plays a lot into to me how how strong the album is as well right sure and then you know I actually did have an issue where that uh you know I lived in the era of the box and that fucking station played whatever people would 
uh, you know, ask for. And it turned out that the only two things anybody ever wanted to hear at the time was the real Slim Shady and Stan. Yeah. So both of those, I heard those songs so fucking much, and we I wasn't have. a fan at the time we, either. We, you know, we so it's kind of like we, what the balls. I think it's at this point, it's like the two two of the tarnishing things on this album yeah. are how well, those they, songs yeah they just they take got, it out of it a stan bit. got overplayed and the real yeah. slim shady doesn't hold up and also the thing about the real it, it goes back to that pop culture thing that you're talking about the entire song is just a fucking pop culture reference it's yeah. the entire thing for that right. moment and at that moment in time it made sense i'm sure britney spears and stuff aren't relevant right, right. And, at all and the thing is he didn't want that out on that album right, right. that was there from what i understand and what i remember reading about it is basically um, and he kind of he kind of alludes it to it on the album is they sure. they they basically said you know you know yeah give us a hit and he came back with the way I am yeah which they said holy shit that's great but that's still not yeah. not the hit right <laughs> remember that song you had hi my name is <laughs> like that's what I remember like telling my friends like this dude's gonna be huge and like really that fucking slim <laughs> shady guy I was like trust me man this guy's gonna be big right but they wanted another one of those yeah, yeah. so he had to recreate that which isn't yeah. really something. I think at that point he he wanted to do, but that that's you know working with record companies, right? Yeah, sure. And, and it's definitely like it's marketable. It's poppy for being a hip hop song, you know, like it really yeah. is. Um, and, it's one of the biggest selling hip hop albums of all time. I'm yeah. sure. I haven't oh, looked yeah. it up. I just can. T- I'm sure it was more than a, people still bought albums, right? At the time, and B, it's got a four and a half star review out of forty three hundred reviews on iTunes, right? <laughs> something about it is gonna be good yeah but uh but i mean there was like i said there's things that i really liked you know i really did love all the beats a lot of dr dre stuff which oh yeah it fucking ate that shit up you know i totally did um and kill this, you is such a fucking great kill song. you is fucking amazing i had it stuck in my head forever actually i still do um it's really fun and like i liked the skits i think that thing is great sure. you know the skits are fun something and like are funny. i just like there's lyrics in this album that they're so clever yeah he's so that's his thing clever. his fucking wordplay is amazing yeah. and like that alone will bring me back any other time I want to listen yeah. to it. it you know it, it it is one of those things where I'm just gonna be like that's fucking I'll get the, that stuck in my head right and here. it'll be an earwig bitch I'm gonna kill you I ain't done this ain't the course I ain't even drug your body in the woods yet to paint the forest <laughs> that's more clever than some people's entire career yeah definitely that's how good that lyric is <laughs> <laughs> that's genius it's like, so great yeah how do you say like you know what chorus and forest that'll work i can put that done together. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will be good but uh but yeah i mean i liked um you know when i took it out of my head i do really like stan the fucking lyrics are cool the story and it is really it's interesting it's, it's fucking amazing song. it and, just got crammed down our throats yeah definitely right. and uh you know using the the dido thing works with it too like it's it's a fucking great song if you take it out of the context and the the over i love what happened then too and like when everyone came down on him so much about you know use of the the word fag and all and a lot of his stuff and like even Elton John understood what he was talking about. He's like, well, he's not really talking about gay people. He's like, I'll sing Stan with him at the Grammys. Right, so right. The Grammys, and he fucking sang the Dido parts. Yeah. And, and played it, you know, like, I really, at the time, fucking loved this album. Yeah. I mean, now it's it's also lost something yeah. on me over the years. Um, but it is really good. I mean, like I know? said, if it hit me, if, if, if I had, you know, I know that me back then would have fucking... This criminal would have been is a thing. mean fucking song. Yes, yes. I'm playing criminal. Actually, do it. I'm sure. I mean, most people listening to this have heard this album, but. Watching my 
my genitals bulging. That's my motherfucking balls. You better let go of them. They belong in my scrotum. You'll never get hold of them. Hey, it's me, Versace. What? Somebody shot me. Speaking about a bunch of gay <laughs> shit. <laughs> Talking homophobic <laughs> kind of Eminem stuff. What he was under fire for, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's it right there. Um, okay. God damn. And I actually conf- confused Drug Ballad with a song off the first mm. album. I was about to say, I really liked Drug Ballad, too. Yeah. That was a good-ass song. But um, I confused it with fucking, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. <laughs> I never meant to bring you to That's my world. That's from the first album, yeah. yeah. Actually, his first album was called Infinite, and it came oh, out yeah. before that. Oh, okay. Which is actually a lot more... Which was pre-Dre. I yeah. Believe. And it's it's kind of like, it's pretty chill. Yeah. Compared to his... I probably next, really like The that, stuff actually. that he did after that. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do really like his his style. His the it just his flow is 10, fucking really good. What would you good. give the album out, out of ten? Yeah, um, five. Sorry, out of five. Out of five. Oh god. Out of eleven. Uh, out of thirteen. Out of, um, of one hundred and seventy four thousand, I would give. No, out of uh, out of five, I'd probably give it. Um, for me now, a three. Okay. For me, in another place. Probably a think, four or five. I think but I speak for, me for now, the entire audience that says uh, to say that we're glad that to hear that you don't like something. Yeah, for once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, I part of me really hates it because I'm sitting there going, like, God damn it, like this should hit me in a different way. But I'm just, I'm not the person that would have really gotten into this kind of stuff uh, anymore. You know, in, in the darker days, this would have been the fucking bomb you, diggity. You guys do throw sure. out the five stars a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I tend to like the shit out of stuff. I'm like play, I I'm really... also playing them classic hip hop. Yeah, I was about to say you've been throwing too. me fucking you know it's slow like, pitches here, here since listen, I started. Here was, here's what was played. They were released the second week of October in 1997. <laughs> like I'm, so I'm like here's the here's death certificate. <laughs> yeah. Here is you know I'm trying to give him like, like, some of the greatest hip hop albums. So yeah, of all I mean time. that's something that makes this kind of hard because it is where like I'm sitting there like, and then I I still every time I I fucking regret that I gave uh, B a lower fucking. Uh, score because I have listened to that about a hundred times since yeah. I've been on that. It's, it fucking there's just moments where I'm just like I don't fucking listen to this shit. Like it's really great for the commute and stuff. But yeah, you keep throwing me all kinds of shit that's fantastic. Again, not that this is bad. This is just uh, not up my current self sally it's like okay. it's like if i'd never listened to slipknot and you gave me a slipknot album today i'd probably be like oh no i mean it's fucking cool or whatever right. but i'm not listening to that shit ever again you know but because well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slipknot was my a, jam so. a really modern classic for your next album okay um and andy i think is a big fan of this album i think he'll attest to it. this album is now five years old oh coming up on the five-year anniversary released november 22nd 2010 this album is a great album. It's one of, this is one of my all-time favorites. I would put this in the top five hip-hop albums of all time oh, for me. Okay. Um, and it is an album by Chicago's own Kanye West. Oh. I thought that's where you were going. Okay. Um, so you've heard Andrew and I talk a lot about this album. Yeah. And uh, it's one that you've actually been interested in listening to, but I made you not until we signed <laughs> it to you on this. Held it back. Uh, so My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Okay. Uh, by Kanye West, which is, I mean, a lot of people listen to so probably a part of the whole fucking fuck Kanye West type of thing. And I don't like the guy either. He's not a great person. Right. But uh, you can't deny his output in music for the past 10, 15 years almost now right. at this point. I mean, yeah. 2003 was college dropout, I believe. I believe the 10th anniversary was two years ago for it. So like 12 years now. And before that production of stuff like Jay-Z and Telequali and most right. and stuff like that, like, what it's he's a genius. He's a musical genius. He's a fucking P 
piece of shit of a person. Right. He's an absolute just. You don't want to follow him as an example of how to be as a <laughs> to, as a person, right? You know, in public and stuff. But like, you're, you're not as on an the artist, Kanye maybe. 2020 train. No, I don't yeah. think the man should be president. No, if anything, he should run for president and get beaten. And the album he'll put out after that <laughs> it would be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It'll be Jesus too. <laughs> we'll get a second Jesus album. Um, but yeah, this is this is a. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not the only person that thinks that this is probably the pinnacle of his career so far right okay um because it's it's to me it's like the perfect bridge between his early albums which were very much the first two albums are very much the sped up soul sound of kanye west right he became you know the little samples that are high pitched (laughs) sped up kind of old soul songs and then graduation kind of moved into newer territory then he went with 808s and heartbreak which is a very different album but it's an amazing album. Right. It's a totally, and, and it's it, not it a hip hop album. It completely changed the game a little bit too. It really is a hip hop album. That's how it did change the game. It made people look at it like, okay, this can be a hip hop album too. Mm. And I think that made way for a lot of people like Kid Cudi and Lupe and some people like the stuff that they did after that. Um, but, and then after that, he was quiet for a while. He did a, this thing called Good Fridays, where he released a song every Friday for a while for mm, free. That's cool. Basically, it's another album of right. his, Good Fridays, and it's one of his best. It's mm, fucking nice. great. Some of that stuff wound up on this also. Okay. But then this came out, and this is, like I said, I think this is his, because it's, it's a very good in-between of the classic hip-hop sound of Kanye that started the oldest sped-up soul and the experimental side of him that would mm. go in a lot of different directions. But still, this still stays in the realm of hip-hop. Right. Where Yeezus is an industrial album mm. that oh, has yeah. rapping over it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's something. The Yeezus album is more N-I-N than it is B-I-G. <laughs> For real. Right. It's cool. Yeah. But it's a different thing. Right. So, and then the stuff he's been putting out with, you know, with McCartney. Oh, right. It's a whole different kind of sounding thing than we've yeah. heard. It's acoustic song and only one and stuff like that. But this, I think, is like... To me, is that perfect, and it's also underground hip hop, but also gigantically chart-topping songs like "All of the Lights." Oh, right. You know? I've then, heard that one. Yeah. But then you. you have something like "Devil in a New Dress," which has a fucking guitar solo in it. Nice. There's a the whole breakdown where just he just does these two. The the beat on it is so good, and I'm not playing any of this as snippets. You're gonna listen to it as an right, album, right. but like he does his verses. And then it just fades out into this fucking smooth ass guitar solo playing in the background. This guy plays this guitar solo for a while, and like right when you start to really lose yourself in the solo, all of a sudden fucking Rick Ross's voice comes out yeah. and like over the top of the thing, and he lays down one of the best verses Rick Ross has ever fucking done. Maybe it's my favorite verse he's ever done, yeah. and it, I don't know. It's just, it's so smooth, and like the song's called "Devil in the New Dress," and I've always been nice. like. Rick Ross is the devil. Like when he shows up, it's the he, the devil interrupts his guitar solo. Looking at my bitch, I bet she give you as a bone. Like it's fucking, it's it's awesome. But the whole album is great. Kid Cudi is on the album. Bon yeah, Iver is on the album. He a does lot. an wow. awesome job of, of bringing in other artists on yeah. this album, and that it's it's John just Legend, conglomerate oh, wow. people, Pusha T, um, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> just the wait, be- just if you, have you if you haven't heard the Nicki Minaj verse on this album. The two things she brace, does on it are really yourself. great. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, no, no joke. Like this stuff all happened before Nicki Minaj got big, and 
I thought Nicki Minaj was going to be a cold ass rapper. Right. I didn't think she was going to be a pop starlet. I didn't yeah. think it was going to go that way Meryl. because her she's on a song called Monster with Rick Ross, Jay Z, and Kanye, and she kills them. Yeah. Her it's, verse it's not is not even the, close. Not even close. <laughs> with a bad bitch that's straight from sri lanka like she fucking <laughs> oh man it's badass it's really good so uh yeah so yeah, jay-z rick ross push a t push a t is on several songs on it uh boney bear is on justin vernon from boney bear right. is on two songs um kid cuddy raekwon i mean it's it's awesome yeah. so uh Oh, there's a bonus track. That was one of the Good Friday tracks on iTunes, which is See Me Now with Beyonce and Charlie Wilson, which is a good song. Uh, yeah, All the Lights, you know, that, that's got like Rihanna, Fergie, uh, goddamn Alicia Keys, oh, yeah. Elton John, <laughs> Ryan Lewis, which, maybe. You can, you can, you can, I mean, a lot of these voices you can't tell. Ryan if Leslie, you didn't know, right? If you didn't know, you'd, yeah. you would, you'd have no idea Elton John was on there. Sure. Oh, I know exactly when Elton John sings. Well, he's doing the whole fucking "All I Can Say." At the well, very right, end. but I'm <laughs> saying if you wouldn't have known ahead of time, right? No, you, you would have had no idea it was Elton. No, John. right. There's so many different girl voices. I can tell the difference between uh, Rihanna and Alicia Keys, but I don't really know when Fergie's part. I know yeah. when Fergie's part is, but I can't. T- I can't tell that it's not Rihanna. Right. Fergie does the fucking unemployment line. That's her part, and then. Uh, Rihanna sings the choruses, and then Alicia Keys sings the end part with the piano. It's crazy. It's nuts. There's a lot of people on it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of going on. Um, and it's amazing how that all works together, and and he put it together. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Who will survive in America with all those? Uh, fuck who, the. I can't think of the guy's name. The, um, the revolution will not be televised. Guy. Um, God, I can't think of what his name is, and I feel like an asshole. But they have well, I'm the worst at coming up. That's why I wrote everything down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, I just tend to just forget things. I try to not talk about stuff, right? Because <laughs> um, I, well, I won't oh, remember what. Uh, Gil Scott Heron. Ah, he's on that last song. A bunch of his. Who will survive in America? Who will survive in America? Mm. Dude, it's an awesome album. It's it's so. Like I know a lot of people who are like hip hop purists probably are like this is not that fucking great, but like for people who like to see things get pushed in different directions, and stuff, right. it's absolute genius. Nice. It's definitely not a fucking Enter the Thirty Six Chambers, right? You know what I mean? Okay. It's not yeah. that album. You're not gonna. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not anything like that. Right. So, but it's it's awesome. It's really good. I'm so, excited. I can't. Yeah. Wait. So, and what else you got to talk about, Andy? We got a little more time left. I don't know. Do you want to go? Uh, we could go uh, with some albums I've been digging or we could, we could talk about the whole uh, 1989. I think we, we should talk about 1989. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. It's, it's, um, For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Ryan Adams, singer-songwriter Ryan Adams, personal favorite of mine, yeah. <laughs> uh, recently released an entire cover of the Taylor Swift album 1989. Right. So I wonder how that works. I'm sure she gets a bulk of the money that they make from selling that thing. Yeah, I mean, I was it's, wondering it's, like, it's, how it's, he it's, uh, sold it. Songs yeah, stuff, right. You know? um, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm sure it's it's uh, you know it's whatever you, a regular cover song. Would sure. Be. I mean, that's yeah. It's I'm sure, but but <laughs> for he, he, every he's, song, not just one song, right? Or album, but the whole, he's album. whole album. Yeah. It's like, well, here we go. Forty percent goes to Taylor Swift. <laughs> and, and this, <laughs> I guess, like, fuck, cover more of my albums. Yeah, Let's really. Do this shit. Well, Easy this, money for her. This is, I guess, if I have a problem with. This whole thing, that's it, it seems a little manufactured maybe on yeah. his part because this is definitely raising his profile 
sure quite a bit yeah that is true. that's true um, yeah it's I she, that she started she's which she's helped with quite a bit she's herself. a huge fan of so it so she started which yeah. which i'm guessing he knew going in sure and so he was like there's oh. gonna something's gonna come of it there will be shows or something right. where yeah. he I mean, opens well, I mean, the I think show he's got, or something. I think he's got a new album ready soon too. He's always got. He's right. got, He's thrown away more albums. There's more <laughs> albums. No joke. There are uh, the Suicide Handbook, Forty Eight Hours. I've got albums that he never. Dark Breaker. Uh, there's albums he never fucking released that are he just recorded them, threw them away, and <laughs> like some studio producer just or some studio engineer is like, well. Leak it. He's, he's, he's <laughs> right. definitely a studio rat. That's, yeah. That's he's like Tupac. He's like a folk guy of Tupac. He's like, let's get in the studio and just record ten songs today. Let's go. Let's go. It's like, all right, Ryan Adams, Tupac. Like, he just got. I got rhymes on rhymes on rhymes. I got bars, bitch. I'm just gonna record a Taylor Swift album this week. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, it's good. And now he's producing stuff, too. I mean, sure. he, he produced this Jenny Lewis album last yep. year that I thought was great. He produced um, uh, a Willie Nelson album yep. a while back. Oh, nice. And the Cardinals, his backing band, was the band that backed Willie on the album. Hmm. So, so yeah. Um, and, I mean, the album's good. Um, For people in the right circles, he's fucking royalty. Yeah. yeah. You know, even, like, musicians. Like Willie, really, people like that really yeah. fucking respect Yo, yeah, Ryan Adams in a big way. Like Willie, I remember like when that happened. I remember watching YouTube videos where they were talking about that. He's just like, "This is more country than what country is." He's like, yeah. "I feel like this guy is doing more what we were doing." Right. And like I think so too in yeah, a way. I mean, absolutely. I still yeah. think he's more like a Neil Young yeah, than, sure. than really a country musician. But he's definitely got a country heart in his music. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what's country anymore? I mean, nowadays yeah. it's like we've said, it's, we said with Zach the yeah, other day, it's pop, it's pop music. music with a fiddle. Yeah. You know, a slide guitar and a fucking <laughs> pop song. Like, I like how some people say, oh, Taylor Swift made this change over from country to pop music. Like, no, she's no. Motherfucker, the those are just twangy, produ- yeah. twangy pop songs. She just took the twang out. Right. And right. made more dancey stuff. Um, and I, I think this is what this, this is the benefit Taylor is getting from this whole thing is that um, people who maybe wrote her off. Is Me? This, as this pop right. star, realize these songs are pretty good. Yeah, um, well, that's just the base that they it's are. just they're not for yeah. you. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. Sure, but the songs are good. Yeah, she's she's a good lyricist. Yeah, agreed. She's a strong lyricist. Um, Which brings me to my next point. I'm going to be covering the album "Bangers" by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. I'm going to get huge. You're not you're not doing it. the uh, the new one with uh, with Wayne. No, have you listened to any of that? Uh, not really. I mean, I tell you pieces, what. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan. I don't know any Miley Cyrus's music except for like, I remember after the Counting Crows played at 4th of July, they played Party in the USA. During Party in the, the USA is a great song. During the, uh, it's also the exact same song as Float On. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's the exact same song as Float On by Modest Mouse. It's the exact same song. With not even no like it sounds like they have the same guitar sounds and everything right like, nah, 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 nah. it's the same fucking song. <laughs> oh, um, our uh, our f- f- uh, past guest from the Wiz Pops, Casey Schaefer, uh, when we almost got together to play a show a while back, he was just like, "We could jam party in the we could jam float on." And uh, I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Dude, it's the fucking same song." <laughs> that's so crazy. Time oh, signature great. and everything. That's great. Um, but like what she's doing, I really fucking respect it. Like I don't know if I like it, but the fact that she was like she 
could have fucking kept doing that Hannah Montana style stuff or pop music like the Demi Lovato route and stayed in with the Disney crowd and made a fuckload of money for the rest of her life. She should have probably been miserable though. Yeah, exactly. She could have grown up into something that was like, I don't want to say Celine Dion because that's just giant numbers of sales, but like an adult who does adult contemporary music. Right. She could have gone that direction very easily. She could have been Taylor Swift. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She could have gone that direction very, very easily. But instead she's like, fuck that motherfuckers. I found drugs. Right. (laughs) Not the bad ones like most Hollywood people do. I found mushrooms and shit. Like she found psychedelics and started hanging out with the fucking flaming lips and shit. Right. I was like, what the fuck? Like, everyone else in the world is just like, what the fuck is going on with Miley Cyrus? And I'm over here like, what the fuck's going on with Miley Cyrus? This is pretty cool. And I was like, she's doing something that I think is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Hold on a second. She did a whole fucking 22 song album with the fucking flaming lips. <laughs> All right. Sure. It's free? Okay. She doesn't give a fuck. She's right. like, motherfucker, I've made money. Right. I made well, Disney. She still to this day makes a fuckload of Disney money. Yeah. They still sell book bags and shit with her face <laughs> on it. Totally well, here's, here's the thing with that. She's still under a record contract. And, sure. And the record company wasn't putting that out. No. So, I mean... That's Same the thing way, with that's Drake's last, with, well, actually, they wound up counting it. The, his last mixtape was so big that if you're reading this, it's too late, that the record company was like, fuck it. We'll release it. We'll count it towards your album count. Yeah, right. you know, it, was like, it was just going to release it for free. Right. And they were like, no, we'll put it well, up on iTunes. It. Yeah, let's release it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, out for like a day for free. Yeah. yeah. But man, that fucking shit with Miley Cyrus, though, like... It's crazy. It's crazy that she's even doing that. It's crazy that she's even she behaves the way she does at yeah. her shows and stuff like that. Like she's just having fucking fun. She gives. She is enjoying no herself. Fucks. Yeah, exactly. Like we've said, she has a fuck detector in yeah. her house, and she walks through it on the way out the door every day. It's like boop. I left a fuck on me. Like I make sure I didn't leave it. Leave all my fucks here because I don't have any fucks to give anybody. Yeah. that's how she feels every morning. And fucking, you can, I can respect that a lot. Like that is pretty cool, especially if anything, in she gives that a, sort the of only industry. Thing she does give a fuck about is fucking up your idea of what you think that, that she yeah. should be like, yeah exactly anything, she's like oh really you think i'm crazy i'll show you crazy bring somebody with a giant dick in here and cover it with coke i'm snorting all of it like she just doesn't give a fuck and like she might go home and read fucking chalstrom you know what i mean like she like chaucer and stuff <laughs> right. like that. she might go home and just be the one of the smartest people in the world she's like oh god i just i really like to listen to just Norm, you know, Noam Chomsky lectures, <laughs> Terrence McKenna lectures, it's like that. She might totally, but whenever she leaves the house, she's just like, fuck it, motherfuckers. I'm right. going crazy. I'm taking these little titties out all the time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm doing an album cover where I'm pouring what looks like blue alien sperm all over my face and shit. Well, and she also admitted, basically, I don't know why they had her hosting VMAs. Yeah. Because she, in the lead up, she basically admitted, I don't know what any of this yeah. music is that, 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 the VMAs are Did you rewarding. see when she went out on the streets dressed as the Australian lady for Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> yeah. It was like, what do you think about about Miley Cyrus hosting the awards or whatever? And people were yeah. like, oh, I don't know. She's pretty crazy. And this guy was just like, this guy keeps going, I think you're Miley Cyrus. He's like, you think I look like Miley? And by the end of it, he's like, what about that? Those look like Miley Cyrus's tits. She's got her shirt open, <laughs> holding it open, showing this dude. Like, she's a fucking savage. Yeah. Oh, she's a total fucking savage. And I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm not buying your album. 
normal. No, no. But go fucking nuts. Yeah. Because you know what? The thing is, she's really not off the rails. No, not really. (laughs) She's doing all this crazy stuff artistically and musically and stuff like that, but you don't see her getting fucking carried out of clubs. Right. You don't see... She's not getting accidents You see her putting... She'll put her fucking self naked on her terms. Right. She'll fucking show you her shit, but she's not going to... You don't see her stepping on a limo showing her pussy Right, exactly. She doesn't... Because she's not... She's doing she's it her fucking that game. way. She's yeah. not playing that game. Yeah, right. She's she's really under control. She's just portraying that she's not. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Because she's having fun with it. Right. She is like faking a Lindsay Lohan situation. Yeah, exactly. In a weird way. She's like pretending she's just... It's like a parody of it. Yeah. It's a parody of that idea. She's not quite bonkers. She's just genius yeah. crazy. Like She's not bonkers at all. Like, <laughs> like... It's like, you don't see stories of her, like, crashing cars right. on cocaine and stuff. Like, you don't see her shaving her head like Britney Spears and all these people that have really fucking broke down in the fucking public Had eye. actual panic attacks. If and anything, shit, yeah. she just at one point was like, fuck this. This fame shit's not real. Right. I'm going to go crazy. I'm just going to go crazy on my terms. Right. On acid. <laughs> Everyone else goes crazy on Adderall. <laughs> I'm going to do it like Janis Joplin and go crazy on acid. And that's what she's doing, yeah. it seems like. Her next album is a, a album with her and Tom York. <laughs> like, everything is just going to be crazy at this point. It's just like next Miley Cyrus album. Miley Cyrus and Bjork do the Scottish play from 1920 as complete electronic music with dueling calliopes. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, me too. Do something fucking crazy. But anyway, back to 1989. Yeah. So like, what uh, do you? Do you think it's something you'll listen to for a while or not? I've listened to it a lot. Really? I would I would rank it in uh, my the Ryan Adams albums. Wow. I mean, I could put it up in there where I would, I mean, yeah, it would be in the top six or seven albums. This dude has so much music. <laughs> he does. I mean, there, there are some of the songs, though, which, which I mean, I come in being, I mean, I, I'm not. I like, like it better than Jacksonville City Nights. Really? I like it better than uh, the the last two things they did, the three and four cardinology things. Mm-hmm. I like oh, it better yeah, than that. Definitely. Better than his metal album. I like it better than Orion. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, I love that. I love there... that. He spells it O. His name's Ryan. I love that his <laughs> metal album is O R I O N, but it's like Oh Ryan because he puts a metal <laughs> album out. Well, the first time I saw him, when I saw him do solo shit at the pageant or at the at Peabody Opera House. It's him playing solo, and there were all these rules about having to be quiet. But yeah, all the merchandise was like a box of there was like a box of wood matches with an upside down cross on it that says Ryan Adams. All the shirts are like fucking Danzig shirts and shit like that because he fucking loves Danzig and stuff like, and he wants to be in Danzig. But he's like, but I write these songs. This is what comes out of me. That's amazing. But let's start it off with Welcome to New York. Like the well, first track. He, well, he just, he just, that's how he did it. He recorded them all in order, also, yeah. from yeah. what I understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was posting them up on Instagram and stuff. I'm kind of the opinion that, um, I mean, I'm not a big cover song sure. fan in general. Okay. So it, to me, it was, it's, it's a little over. It's just over. I mean, it's overkill. And there's some of the songs I listen to, and I'm like, well, that kind of makes me want to listen to the Taylor Swift song, actually. See, I like me, the Taylor Swift song. I think it's, a, it's obviously a completely different album. Right. They're both breakup yeah. albums. Right. They're both about a breakup. But her, like, his album is, I broke up, and I'm in New York, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've got my hands in my pockets, I'm walking down wet streets, 
shit sucks. <laughs> I came here, I came to New York to drink this fucking sorrow away, kind of, or play these songs, you know, like, and hers is more like, I came to New York to fucking dance this fucking shit out of right. my life, you know, like, she's like, and that's like, legit, that's what her album's kind of about, I came right. here to get free and go fucking wild and go crazy, and like, all these different songs, the sentiment is so much different when he's singing, it's so much forlorn, and it's like, shake it off. Right. Oh, that's the the one that probably changes the most tonally. Yeah. Sure. Tonally. I really, I really like Blank Space. Oh, that's. I think it's really interesting well, with the guitar Blank, part. Here, here's the thing with Blank Space. That's Blank Space. That's a great song. Yeah. Like, legit. Taylor Swift's version is a great song. Yeah. It's a and, great pop song. And, it really uh, is. And uh, and also Father John Misty's version. Was and so great. is Nick Mundy's version of it, <laughs> yeah. where he does it about Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, in general, I'm probably not going to go back to this album as a whole i don't think i like the idea of those songs being out there and being on playlists see i am gonna go listen to a lot because like you said these are great songs Mm -hmm. yeah and they are great songs being performed by one of my favorite musicians in the world so and he's doing them great like as we said shake it off like like if you i don't even know the words I, i need to have the words in front of me of shake it off but like when you hear it as she's singing it you know the beginning like first of all it sounds like happy you know, like the beat to well, it that yeah, she has. I mean, it, it her, has it's so her song, fucking. Her song is basically, you know, I'm getting run through the mud a little bit in the media, and I'm just, you know what, screw them. I'm I'm gonna do my own thing and, and not care what they think about it. Right. That's that's, that's her, the tempo and the uh, the vibe of her song. It's so funny because I've not listened to her music. Right. So that, that, I've only heard most of these songs as Ryan Adams songs, except for Welcome to New York, Shake It Off, and Blank and that's, Space, and, and that's why Bad I Blood. Think, I think it, it, it's, it comes out as a win for her. And I've only listened to it since the Ryan Adams version. Right. So, that, I mean, that's, that's why it's a big win for her, because there are people who completely wrote her off yeah um in the critical world although her her last album did get some i mean the, the whole poptimism thing right. is going on right now where it's it's uh uh these because we have these blogs that need to make money they are um uh j- jumping into the pop world sure. to, get, to get to get clicks to get people yeah. to the website and and uh and that sort of thing so it, it got some critical acclaim but uh i think there's still definitely corners and and people who had completely written off and uh, that's where her win comes in, where where all of a sudden people are looking at these songs, which I mean, Ryan Adams didn't. I mean, he changed the songs, but he didn't change the songs. Right. You know, I mean, the 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 general song is still the same. Yeah. He's just put his his thing on it. But the, with, on with it. "Shake It Off," like when she sings these words, when she's, it's like, you know, like like you said, it's more about the paparazzi or the media talking about it. Like, and to when he sings it in these sad like. Because she's saying, you know, I stay out too late. I got nothing on my brain. I go on too many dates, but I can't make which, them stay. Which isn't criticism. It's, which is criticism. People are lobbing at her. Sure. Whereas he's coming at it. It almost sounds like his friends are saying, and it's so sol- it's quiet and sullen. He's like, I stay out too late. I got nothing in my brain. To me, that sounds like he's sitting in a bar somewhere by himself yeah. drinking, talking to himself exactly. about by these himself, things. You know, that's what people. I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. Like. It's not like a who gives a fuck flippant attitude like she's having, which is cool in the yeah. version of the song. When he says it, it's like, fuck, these, what these people are saying is right. I'm realizing I do. I take, I go out with these women. I don't want to fucking stay or after they get to know me. It's more self-destructive and self-defensive, yeah. yeah. You know, and like, you know, like, it's just cool because yeah. it's just so much different. It's, so, it, I think it's, I think it's super interesting. And I think it's for a guy to have just put out an album 
right. and to rework musically all this stuff. Like it's obviously he talks about how him and his wife splitting up. Like he f- somehow found this album, the Taylor Swift album, and right. it means the fucking world to him. He really loves it. Right. But like through it, he just envisioned you know the way he's feeling from the songs, and like they don't sound the way he feels when he hears them. So right. he wanted to make them sound like the way they make him feel. Almost. Right. Right. So I think it's well, that's, incredible. That's the great thing about music is everybody gets different things out of out of out of every song, yeah. and it's a return to acousticy Ryan Adams, which after his last Don Henley inspired album, which I fucking love. Yeah, I was gonna say it was good. The self titled Forever. There are a few albums that are gonna be forever in my mind linked seasons. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. To yeah, you yeah, 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 definitely. No, exactly. Like the winter is for Emma forever ago. By Bon Iver. I always think of uh, Snowed In, Fireplace, Hot Cocoa. Right. Sure. That album is that fucking time of year. The Fall right now is the self-titled Ryan Adams album. Mm. All those, that guitar stuff that just sounds like The Fall to me. <laughs> I don't have any other way to explain it. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> no, I, I, I follow it. you for sure. Yeah. But for anybody, we were sitting here talking about it. We, don't even, we didn't play a clip of it or anything like that. But oh, for yeah, a million of people who have heard... <laughs> The song "Shake It Off." We're gonna play both of them. Actually, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play a little because maybe you there's people know. like me who have never fucking heard "Shake It Off" because you don't Taylor leave your Swift. house apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't. You live in a cave. But here's here's the Taylor Swift version of "Shake It Off." Oh, it's so different. Yeah, it's so and, and this isn't is definitely not one of my favorite off of her album, which I think is why I like this song on Ryan Adams' album. But it's the biggest song in the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's probably enough Taylor Swift for this podcast. But then uh, to hear Ryan Adams' version, which is... I hope it's the same. So now he's drunk driving. Mm. I also think he's tipsy and dry keep cruising. He's driving through the street all drunk. And he doesn't throw those annoying repeats of those yeah. words in there. That's a callback to the album Heartbreaker, too. I love that. You know, like... So good. It's all very understated. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it a lot. I've listened to it a lot. And I, I think I will listen to it more. It's definitely uh, there's songs off of it that are definitely making my Spotify best of 2015 list. That's nice. for sure. Um, what's on your Spotify? Do you have a spot? Of, do you do you use Spotify? Yeah, do you Spotify. make a, do you make a, a yearly list? Um, throughout yeah, the year? mine ends up being very long and rambly because yeah. I just I, I I I'm not um I don't do a very good job of paring it down to the best. So I'm I, or I or I do a bad job of like I, I I throw a bunch of stuff on a list and then I do a bad job of like paring it down to a, a better list. You right. Know okay. So I've got one list that's literally like probably 1,500 songs from 2015 okay. right now. Jesus. That's just, you know, I, anything Whoa. that I kind of, I just throw it on there, you know, and then I've got like a 2015 best, which isn't, isn't nearly what I think is the, you know, I'm, right. there's, there's a lot of stuff missing because I've just never moved it over to that. Right. Um, a lot of I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah. That's, that's a, a, a goal of mine or a, or whatever. 
Yeah, there's definitely, on, on my playlist from this year, there's definitely uh, My Morning Jacket. Sure. Langworm Slim, Ryan Adams, Kendrick, The Mowgli's, Action Bronson, J.J. Graham, Mofro, Yeezy. Uh, there's some John Mayer that, that I didn't realize that song EXO is a cover of a Beyonce song. Really? Oh, really? He, I had no idea. He released idea. EXO? Yeah. What's that? On, on. Just a single. He just released as a single. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Have you ever heard that? I've never heard his version, no. You've heard the Beyonce version. Oh, absolutely. No. Um, <laughs> that's a weird thing for me to say, actually. Like, oh, absolutely. I mean, both of them are very poppy people, but at least John Mayer's playing stuff with the Grateful Dead, for crying out loud. I mean, uh, let's I, see. I, I don't know why I never realized he had put that out. Okay, the, so the, here's the... Beyonce the Be- album was everywhere, so... Yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. Here's the Beyonce version. <laughs> which I've never heard. Oh wow. Even in the shadows. I'm not gonna lie, this ain't my shit. The John Mayer version of this song is my shit. Yeah. I fucking love it. The only thing that's the same is the dun Oh this it's gonna pick up. Okay. This is even more interesting than the Ryan Adams, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. So this is the John Mayer version. Oh wow! Already. <laughs> Your love is bright as ever. Even in the shadows Baby, kiss me Wait, I mean, it's the same song But, like, I can't listen to that Beyonce thing That shit comes up on my playlist at work every day Yeah I'm jamming to it, but I can't, oof That's crazy that, I had no idea until my, uh, I'm, I think I'm playing a few songs at a wedding with my sister And she was like, I was thinking about doing that song EXO Maybe like the John Mayer version of it And I was like, wait a minute, what's the other version of it? <laughs> That's a Beyonce song. I was like, huh. And now I'm just now listening to it. So that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're coming up on these songs backwards. Man. I am yeah, totally right? am. Yeah. <laughs> I totally am. Next thing you know, be like, don't you know that Money Cash Hose, Jay-Z and DMX, that that's a cover of Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck are you talking? And Neil Diamond? Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I don't yeah, want to so hear the original of that. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um yeah, but have you heard the new Funkadelic song with Kendrick? What? How, how, how new are we talking? Like a week ago? No. Oh. Nice. In classic Funkadelic Parliament type song naming, this song is called Ain't That Funkin' Kinda Hard On You? (laughs) I think that might be a remix. Yeah, this is the regular version. I'm sorry. Ah. Yeah. Obviously, the regular version is a band playing a song as opposed to. (laughs) 
Yetza. Now I guess these are all pretty much the same kind of stuff. Anyway. How, how great um, was his uh, medley on uh, Colbert? Oh, it was great. Ugh. I didn't see. I guess I did realize. I, for some reason, when I saw that, I wasn't even thinking that it was on his on new Colbert. show. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about Colbert earlier today. Anyway, this is Meandered, and you guys uh, have listened long enough. We're at an hour and 41 minutes. <laughs> okay. uh, so thank you guys for listening tonight. Yeah. Thank you, Andy, for coming by. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Um, Happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you, Ian, for coming by. I don't yeah, say thank that you, enough. Thank you, Josh, for being here as I well. I live here. So oh, that's that, true. This is your house. Yeah, well, thank get you here. for allowing me inside this yeah, place. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so this has been, uh, you know, your uh, regular little um, music yeah, recap here yeah. of what's been going on. So I hope you guys enjoy what we're talking about. Check out uh, a lot of the bands that we talked about today. You're going to want to check out Beach Slang Was the Shit, White Reaper. If you don't know who Run the Jewels are, fucking wake up paul uh, doffing paul doffing for sure diane coffee bully bully was the shit yeah they were the fucking awesome um for real bully was really awesome um and check out that ryan adams album for yeah. sure um there's so much more stuff that andy has written down here that we just don't have time to get to but if you haven't checked out any of this the new music from tame impala uh, Jason Isbell, My Morning Jacket, Wilco, Kurt Vile, Big Grams, which is really cool, which is Big Gigantic. Or, uh, it's a Big Boy, big and, boy uh, and Fantagram. Fantagram, yeah, mm. which is really cool. Eagles of Death Metal have an album coming out tomorrow yeah. or today or at some point, uh, whatever time you're listening Fuck to yeah. this. Mm. Um, a lot of other stuff. Dead Weather album, Turnport, yeah. Turnpike Troubadours, which I think are local. I think, or at least they play in St. Louis. They played a, a lot in St. Louis. Um, uh, it was a Matt Carp. It's been Matt Carpenter's walk-up song. Oh, uh, okay. One of their songs. And then uh, he also was talk was one to talk about this Donnie Trump and the social experiment with Chance the Rapper, which um, I'm just before we leave, I'll just go on the record saying I think is one of the most boring albums I've ever listened to in my entire life. It's mm. like an entire album of uh, the interlude. It's <laughs> like an entire. It's interlude for an entire album. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I, care I like for it. it. Uh, Chance is great on it. I mean, Chance is a, is 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 going to be a superstar. I uh, guess. I I the thing is with him, I hear him on some stuff. I'm like, fuck yeah, this guy's the shit. And then I'm also like, you are boring the fuck out of me, man. Yeah. Like, I feel the same way about Childish Gambino, and I love Childish Gambino, but some of his stuff is so forgettable, and then some of his stuff is the shit. All right. I just I don't know. I I really like I like the Acid Rap album. It's pretty good, but I didn't like this. I, just it's, I mean, it's very different. Um, you know, it's it's more. Uh, I mean, he's not even obviously on it, all of it. Yeah, right. He's only on probably seventy percent of it yeah. or so. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's interesting that I mean, he hasn't put out an official album yet. Album uh, right. Acid Rap was a mixtape. Mixtape. Um, yeah. So it's. I mean, it's going to be really interesting. He, he did that. He did this uh, one day live thing with uh, uh, the bass god. Who is that? Um, Lil B. Little Jesus B. Christ. They, they did. <laughs> They did a. Uh, Jesus they did Christ. a. Uh, a uh, I don't fucking understand it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't they understand the B. A live freestyle album, which is very interesting. Hmm. Got that wonton soup. <laughs> I got that wonton soup. I don't and, under fucking stand. Well, he, what does, lo- he does some weird things that I mean, and I definitely don't. I can't get to all his stuff, but I I think he brings out some stuff in artists. Some. A good goofy side to a lot of them. Yeah, that's I don't like, understand it's like, it. It's like standing I next listen, to a fat chick; it makes you look a lot more attractive in comparison. I tell you what, <laughs> what you don't want to do is you don't want to watch the video of Biggie freestyling okay. at seventeen on the street, <laughs> and then watch anything by Lil B after. You're just like, what happened, hip hop? <laughs> Where did we the thing go? About, here's the biggest jump. thing I could say about and Lil, I fuck Lil your B. bitch. 
Eat that wonton soup. <laughs> The thing I have to say about Lil B is a lot of artists I really like really like him. Yeah, I don't understand. But a lot of people that I really like like Riff Raff, too. And I don't fucking get it. That's why I ask, I ask Andrew is my young in my young gohard in hip-hop. So like when I was working with Andrew, I was just like, so what the fucking is going on with Lil B? Do people like him because he sucks? Is that the joke? Is it a joke? And he's like, I guess so. He's like, I don't know either. I was like, I just don't get it. It's like half that, I think. It's like it's somewhere... In between, it, I mean, it's it's similar to the riff raff stuff. Yeah, well, like I already the, have. He's got some I already moments. have a joke rapper who I'm into, and that's Froggy Fresh. Yeah, nice. a, AKA Krispy Kreme. Okay, <laughs> that's my dude right there. Which is a real crazy thing. Like, if you know much about Froggy Fresh or Krispy Kreme, how that whole thing happened, like, super interesting. He started putting these videos out, and it's just this fucking snot nosed, bumbling idiot doing this raps, and they slowly get better. And the production value gets better. And his <laughs> rapping starts to get good. And he was like, think... what's going on? Well, he people have done a bunch of research and found he was like the valedictorian of his class. He's not from the South. He's from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. He's not even from where he has his accent from. Uh, so they said I can't be called Krispy Kreme no more. So I don't care. I'll call myself anything. I'll be I'll be Froggy Fresh. I don't care. <laughs> but like, man, that same old kid. It's pretty fucking crazy yeah. when you start listening to some of the lyrics in that. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, this this podcast is sponsored by Froggy Fresh. <laughs> Froggy Fresh, Blue Baked Crackers podcast. Uh, no, but we will, Andy will be back soon or Skype in or something. We can, because uh, we're, we're closing in on two hours at this point. Oh, this my. Is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't know how we're going to upload the whole thing. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I don't really know. This is beyond. I'm not the best at this. We're, we're reaching out to the I'm edges. Figuring out the production of a podcast as we go uh but i think you hope you guys have enjoyed to us talking to andy i hope even uh, we'll check out some of those bands that we've mentioned and uh um we will be back next week we have folk singer songwriter bill poss is going to be coming to the studio so we're going to yeah. talk to him he's going to perform in studio so we'll get uh, our first ever live performance Good on music. the podcast which is going to be really cool yeah and uh, pretty soon, we're also going to have St. Louis uh, Band of the Vigilettes are going to be on the... Nice. Either, either we're going to them or they're coming to us somehow, but we're going to work something out. Make it got, uh, they just got done recording an album, and they're mixing it right now, and uh, they're going to be releasing some material pretty soon. So we will have more music coming up, and we'll try to find some more nerdy shit for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> nerdy movie and TV season. Kind of, oh, Gotham Flash started. is about to start, Flash too. Flash is about to start again. So we'll also, have some South nerdy Park has been happening talk. and all kinds yeah. of shows are happening now. We just had a lot of music shit going yeah, on lately. And a lot of comedians and crazy shit. So uh, be tuning in, but we will see you next week. Uh, on Tuesday, you will get the Bill Poss episode. Yeah, he's yeah. coming Monday night. So um, we will talk about uh, whatever I cook for dinner for him. I think right. we're going to maybe do some barbecue, and we will talk oh. about his music and his career and what he likes, and we will play some of his songs, and he will play some of his songs. Huzzah. So that'll be cool. So Andy, thank you for coming. Yes, thank you, Andy. Uh, keep your ear to the internet yes finding us more cool up and coming awesome bands um and ian listen to that goddamn kanye west album i'm gonna do that yeah ian's uh an old man so he's yawning yes right i'm now. already sleepy oh. all right thanks a lot for listening ladies and gentlemen uh until next week enjoy, enjoy your boils, boils. Mama
Come out. 